Hey guys, welcome to the show. This is episode 7 of the Fantasy Inquirer podcast. I am Billy Metcalf, your host and owner of FantasyInquirer.com. And for this episode, we are going to be going over the running back point per reception rankings on the website. Um, sorry for the two-week hiatus here. I mean to try to go every week, but uh, just been busy here. Um, two weeks ago, I had Dom from the, uh, the Fantasy Astronauts as our guest, and he was a great guest. Um, next few episodes, I'm probably looking to pick up another guest here. I think tomorrow or the next day, I'll do a receiver ranking update. But um, I'm really going to start hitting the ground running here, and I want to do two podcasts a day, or a day, a week, starting in the, probably the first or second week of July. So just a little over a month. So if anybody wants to come on the podcast, um, I promise I won't do an hour and 15 minutes with you like I did with Dom, but we had so much fun. Um, but who knows what will happen. So let's go over these running back rankings here right now. Uh, so March, May 9th was when I had them uh, last, and I just updated them today. So this would be June 14th, 2019. Um, I just want to go over some updated uh, moving stuff, highlights, that I'll probably make you guys think here. Um, I Joe Mixon at RB7. And I did move him to RB5. So Joe Mixon is a top five running back for me in my PPR rankings. And pretty much the reason is I loved him last year. I love him this year because he has a new coach in Zach Taylor, who was the quarterback's coach from uh, the Rams last year under Sean McVay. And he is going to install more of that Todd Gurley-like Rams offense. And that really fits uh, Joe Mixon good, in my opinion. Uh, Mixon already has awesome vision, and he has probably top three speed and agility. And he just sees the field great. I mean, if he didn't have that unfortunate uh, incident in college, he would have been definitely the uh, number one overall pick for running back two years ago. But uh, the Bengals took a chance on him, and now they got a new coach. In with the new, out with the old, with Mr. Marvin Lewis. It only took him six years too long to get rid of him. But I think Mixon's going to benefit the best out of this offense. And I, like I said, I, I the other night I did a draft, and I drafted him. Uh, actually, I'll show you right here. I drafted him in the 108 as the sixth running back. Actually, somebody picked Bell at the 106 and a FFPC $350 football guys draft. So I've been drafting Mixon just like I ranked him. And uh, that's probably where he's going to stay. If you're just wondering what I have here for the top 10, I'll go real quick. I have, as my top 10 running backs, I have Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara, Elliott, Mixon, Johnson, Melvin Gordon, Bell, Chubb, James Conner. Uh, the only thing I flip-flopped since then was Bell and James Conner, strangely enough. I think uh, I think Bell's going to catch enough passes. I mean, that offense does worry me, 
But I'm not as low on it as some people are. Some people just hate Matt Gase because he looks weird and has weird press conferences. Um, I think that uh, Nick Connor is going to lose touches to Jalen Samuels, who is one of my top handcuffs, if you read my handcuff article. He is definitely somebody I think that could you know, steal some thunder from James Conner. But for now, I'll have him ranked at number 10. Um, I do think that... Uh, I do think that Bell probably a better season than him overall, though. Um, Joe Mixon, though, I, I just I, I have him there. I, I I I'll take him over David Johnson, Melvin Gordon, and all those guys on that back half, just because I think he has enough. Um, you know, I think he has enough going for him right now. The new coach, the new system. I already thought he was kind of like a Le'Veon Bell, almost like Ladainian Tomlinson runner. And I think this is going to push him over the edge, and I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to take the chance on it. I, you know, I like David Johnson a lot, but what if Kyler Murray poops out, you know? What if this uh, air raid offense goes three and out, you know? They want to run, what, 45 plays a half or something ridiculous? You know, what, what if they go three and out in 10 seconds and punt the ball or something? Uh, that's in the back of my mind when I look at that. Um, the top... Four or five before that, I have Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara, Elliott. That can go either way, really. But personally, I like Barkley and McCaffrey always, either one or two. Uh, I've done a few drafts. I've taken both of them at one and two. I think that uh, Kamara should be ahead of Elliott. That little incident with the security guard in Las Vegas where Elliott pushes him does kind of weigh in my mind. There was no arrest in that, and Elliott's probably in the clear. Supposedly, I mean, you never know with Goodell. There was a time two years ago I thought Elliot was in the clear, and he got suspended for the last five games of the year. But that was a different thing altogether. And uh, let's go to our next ten through twenty here. I have uh, Marlon Mack. I had him at the RB twenty. I have him at the RB fifteen now, and the reason I did this was because. I think that line is loaded in Indianapolis. I think they're going to run so many plays. And if he stays healthy, he's going to have a ton of touchdowns. Just for the, the passing options alone on that offense, bring in Paris Campbell, bring in Funchess. You already have Doyle, Ebron, uh, T.Y. Hilton, Paris Hilton. No, you have Paris, the new rookie running back, in Hilton. So Paris Hilton, yeah, you have Paris Hilton. Uh, I think that was a Twitter joke around the draft. So that offense is loaded. And not to mention, you got my boy Naheem Hines, who I have ranked as the 36 PPR running back. He's going to catch a lot of passes. But uh, I think Mac's going to get his due. So I have him as the RB15, moved up ten spot, five spots here. Um James White, I moved him from the. Uh, well, let's. Uh, I'll read this next tier for you real quick here. Uh, I have eleven Todd Gurley, twelve Derrick Henry. Yeah, that Derrick Henry. Thirteen Dalvin Cook. Fourteen Sony Michelle. Fifteen Marlon Mack. Sixteen James White. Seventeen Leonard Fournette. Eighteen Tariq Cohen. Nineteen David Montgomery and twenty Damian Williams. 
So obviously there's some stuff in there that people are going to be screaming their heads off about. Uh, the first thing is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's always going to be highly rated for me. Uh, I took him last year. I wrote an article last year uh, thinking Matt LaFleur coming would be uh, they'd make uh, Gurley the or uh, Henry the next Todd Gurley. That's what I thought, but it kind of worked the opposite, which is funny because once they started to stop listening to LaFleur and install the whole offense around Derrick Henry, Henry really started to chug in the last five games of the year. I think the same thing's going to happen this year. I'm not going to... I'll probably be the highest guy on Henry. I don't care. PPR, whatever. Maybe he'll catch two passes a game, but if the guy's getting 20 carries a game, I mean, what's his floor? 15 carries, and he scores a touchdown. That's... 15 points, you know, if he gets 70 yards, 60 yards, you know, 60 yards, a touchdown, and maybe a catch. That's 13 and a half, 14 points. Uh, they're going to use him a lot more. They're going to be a lot smarter with him than they were last year uh, after seeing what they could do towards the end. So that's why I have Derrick Henry in the top 12. Gurley at 11. Uh, I think we talked about Gurley enough, and enough people have talked about Gurley, even though some good news has come out, come out from the coach and Gurley saying he feels good and he'll probably be in camp, which is okay. That's still a month and a half away, so we'll see if that flies, but it doesn't fly with me. I don't trust Gurley at all. I don't trust him at all this year. Uh, there's clearly something wrong with his arthritic knee. They wouldn't have jumped up and taken Daryl Henderson where they took him and moved up in the draft and signed Malcolm Brown. You guys know all this stuff, but... Um, I'm not going to – he's he's on my do not draft list. I don't have – I don't like to make do not draft lists, you know, just scribble the guy off. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to do that, that with Gurley this year unless Gurley's dropping into like the fourth or fifth round or something. So uh, the other guy, James White, yeah, moved him up from 18 to 16. He's clearly going to be – he could probably have 100 catches this year. I mean, the targets from Josh Gordon and Gronk, they're left on the table. And not to mention Nikhil Harry is stinking at training camp. Last report said so he's not catching on. And you know how that Bell Belichick is with rookies who don't catch on. They don't see the field. Uh, <laughs> I don't think many people saw this coming. So... Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep white around there. I'll be higher on white and PPR than people. It doesn't bother me. Um, Fournette, there was just a report that he is going to be heavily involved in Matt Foles. Uh, uh, Nick Foles, sorry, his uh, passing regime. Uh, catching the ball in the backfield. I, I'll buy that when I see it. I mean, they have Alfred Blue there. They got uh, Armstead, the rookie. I just don't see him playing three downs and catching 60 balls or something. I mean, I don't even think he can stay on the field for 16 games. So I'm, I'll am i keep him at RB17. Um, David Montgomery, I have him moved up to the RB19. Uh, I think I'm one of the highest people on him now. Uh, I took a brief look at Fantasy Pros. I think people got him maybe around 20-ish. But I'm going to I'm nudge him up over 19. I think I bumped him for... Uh, let me see here. I think I've been from Carry On Johnson. Um, the reason I did this was because there's a, a ton of news out about him lately. Uh, 
the Bears beat reporter Adam Johns, who I follow, I'm a Bears homer. Uh, he said that the best thing at training camp right now is David Montgomery, even over the kicking competition. And if you know how bad the kickers were for the Bears last year, you'll know that's a big deal in camp. I guess he's just impressing the hell out of everybody. Uh, Matt Nagy, the Bears coach, came out the other day and said that uh, his route running so crisp you can't believe it. And uh, I'm not worried at all about Mike Davis. Mike Davis is the insurance policy to David Montgomery. Um, Tariq Cohen will be on the field. That's a given. He'll be on the field. But uh, they're, this is going to be the Dave Montgomery show, I believe. I think it's just going to be almost what uh, Kareem Hunt did when Matt Nagy was with Andy Reid in Kansas City. That's what he's trying to do. This is a guy they moved up and got in the draft. They had like five picks after they traded all their picks last year. Uh, and they moved up and got a running back of all things. So that just tells you something after Howard left and everything. Uh, Cohen will still get a bunch of catches, but, but I think Montgomery's going to get a lot of catches too, and he can run, and it sounds like he's going to be the guy that's on the field, you know, more than 60%, you know, I think up to 75% of the time. First, second, and maybe sometimes third down, because Cohen lands up all over on some downs. So if he can do everything... I see no reason why he shouldn't be ranked as high as he is. I'll take a chance on him right here uh, at RB19 over Damon, Damon Williams, Aaron Jones, uh, Josh Jacobs. I'll have him over Josh Jacobs. I don't trust the Raiders' offense at all, really. I don't trust Gruden at all. I don't know what's going to go on there. But I do know what's going to go on here with Matt Nagy. I do know the offense is ascending. I, everything's in place right here for this. So that's why I have him there right now. Uh, the other person I have ascending from 36 to 27 is none other than Daryl Henderson. Uh, we just kind of went over what I thought about Gurley here. He, uh, they moved up and got Henderson. Uh, we know all that. Listen, I, I don't think that... I got this premonition kind of almost. I've talked to people about it. I, I can almost see it now. It's week three. Gurley hasn't practiced all week. He misses the game. All of a sudden, he's week to week. I can almost see this coming in my mind, that Gurley's going to miss some time this year. Daryl Henderson will be almost a RB1 during that time. He's going to get a ton of catches, a ton of carries, you just want this guy in your team. If you can get him in the... Uh, I just got him in the fifth round. And this may sound crazy, but I was tickled to death. Because I, I got him at the 508. I've seen him go at the end of the fourth round lately in FFPC drafts. Usually at the beginning of the fifth, no later. So I was happy. I haven't drafted him at all this year. But uh, I did not Dynasty once. He is definitely a guy on my radar. Um, Ronald Jones, I moved up from uh, RB47 to 38 just because it's becoming abundantly obvious somebody has to win that job now. Since they didn't go out and draft a running back, which if they did, that running back would be awesome right now. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Uh, there's been some theories about this Baltimore back or uh, Bucks backfield, Tampa Bay, that they're waiting 
to trade for somebody, which could really screw up a lot of stuff for everybody. Uh, somebody said Matt Breida. Another person said Duke Johnson. Like, seriously, how cool would that be if they got Duke Johnson? That would be awesome. I would move Duke Johnson up into, like, almost the top 30. I think he'd just be awesome there. Uh, same with Breida. If Breida could play two quarters in a row without leaving the game. Um, and so that would definitely work out great, too. Um, Edo Smith, I moved him from 50 to 41 just because of my uh, fears of uh, Devonta Freeman just getting injured and just not playing. He's just been a mess the last few years. He has three concussions under his belt in the last, what, two years? So I I don't know if I'd trust him playing the whole year. And uh, they spent a ton of capital. I think they spent, what, five or six picks or something on their offensive line? This year in the draft, I know they drafted running back late, like fifth or sixth round, but uh, I think Edo Smith could just jump right in there this year. And I think he'd be great, you know, if he gets a chance. He was great last year. He caught a ton of passes last year. So he's another guy who moved up in my rankings. Um, I think I just jumped right up to people moving up, and I didn't read the rest to you guys. Uh, you can always read them at fantasyinquirer.com rankings. Um, so, uh, after, uh, 18, 19, Cohen and Montgomery, I have them back to back. I think I'd probably, I'd draft Montgomery before Cohen. In fact, I definitely would, but I, I'm higher on Cohen than most people. I'm higher on white than most people too, but, uh, I play straight PPR and that's what you do to get points in these leagues. You draft receivers or catch the ball. Um... So at 20, I got Damian Williams. 21, Aaron Jones, who I did move up. I really hated Aaron Jones the last few years. I moved for the last uh, last few uh, runs in my rankings. I had him at the uh, 25. I moved him up to the 21, actually. he uh, I just don't see much, co- much competition besides Dexter, uh, Dexter uh, Williams, who they picked up from... Uh, is it Dexter Williams, Dexter Jackson, Jackson? They who uh, they drafted and uh, Jamal Williams. I I don't think he's really much at all, honestly. I uh, he's just a guy. He's a jag. So that's why I think that uh, Jones, if he can stay healthy, he he could be a great back. But I don't really trust much in that Green Bay Packers situation right now. Uh, Matt Lafleur is the same guy who ran in there and kind of ran Derrick Henry in the ground the first eight games by doing a timeshare deal. So I, I'm i not sure if I trust that. Um, at 22, I got Josh Jacobs. 23, on Johnson. 24, Tevin Coleman. 25, Philip Lindsay. 26, Chris Carson. 27, Daryl Henderson. 28, Rashad Petty. 29, Kenyon Drake. 30, Mark Ingram. Um, a few things in there that we have... Um, I like Coleman a lot more than other people, I think. I had him at the 27. I moved him down. Uh, McKinnon's still not practicing. You know, he tore his ACL and two weeks before the season last year. Uh, Brita, he's injured again now. He's kind of a mess. He's always kind of a mess. Uh, Jeff Wilson from last year who came in and was awesome on the offense. Basically, this offense is going to be awesome. You know, you know anyone who will come in, 
is going to be great. And Tevin Coleman played with the coach when he was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. So if he can stay healthy, I think he's going to be great this year in that uh, San Francisco offense. So I'll, I'll move him up. I'll take a chance on that all day. This is going to be an ascending offense. You know, it might be the Kittle show. Uh, some of those receivers might step up. I think Pettis will be great. Uh, so we'll just, I'm going to move him up there. And I think he's a great pick right there. Um, I won't bore you guys to death here. But I'll just read uh, out to 40 here because there's some interesting names here. Uh, 30 Ingram, 31 Miller. Lamar, 32, Latavius Murray, 33, Darius Geis, 34, Austin Eckler, 35, Naheem Himes, 36, Royce Freeman, 37, Miles Sanders, 38, Jalen Samuels, 39, Edo Smith, and 40, Ronald Jones. Um, a lot of people like Sanders, Miles Sanders, a lot more than I do. I don't trust the Eagles RBBC committee running back approach at all. It's always burned me. I used to love Corey Clement and draft him all the time. It would burn me. I'd start him for three games, and I'd get, you know, three points a game, four points. I'd bench him, and he'd go off for 25 or something like that. Um, they got a lot of people there. They just signed Jordan Howard. They still got Josh Adams. Still got Clement. Still got Wendell Smallwood. It's just a lot of people there. But I, I, I'm not arguing with, uh, you know, his opportunity or with his uh, talent. It's his opportunity that really, you know, I just don't think he's going to have a whole lot of it in redraft this year. Um, Jalen Samuels, that's somebody I do think is going to have a lot of opportunity this year. I mean, I have him one spot down from Sanders. It should probably be the other way around. But uh, that's... Pretty much it here for right now. Um, I moved a whole bunch of guys up higher here. I'll read them for you real quick. Uh, I'm not going to go over everything. Uh, there's a handcuff podcast we did last week, and I have an article at fantasyinquire.com. Some of the top handcuffs I like. Um, I don't know if you guys read it or listened to the podcast last week, but uh, my top handcuffs right now and still are are Daryl Henderson, Ido Smith, of the Falcons, Royce Freeman of Denver, Jalen Samuels of Pittsburgh, uh, Carlos Hyde of Kansas City, Deonta Foreman of the Texans, Austin Eckler, and Justin Jackson. I'm especially starting to lean towards Justin Jackson in a lot of drafts late. You can get him just dirty, dirty cheap late. And he filled in for uh, Gordon last year when he went out in week 15 and 16, and he was great. He scored big points. Uh, he had good games. So this is a guy that could just plug right in and play if something happens to him for nothing. I mean, you give him the last round. Uh, Naheem Hines, who we like a lot. Uh, Kalen Ballage, who I love. I, uh, I loved him to leap Drake last year. And I thought at some point it would happen, but it never happened. Uh, so he filled in for him when he got hurt at the Vikings game. And right away he had that 75-yard touchdown. Uh, I'm still going to dip my toes in the water this year. Uh, I love Ballage. I think uh, I've been drafting him in like the 12th and 13th round, anywhere I can get him. Um, injury or just – it's a different coach there too. I, I think Ballage might get a shot this year, especially if Drake goes down or something. 
Um, Jamal Williams, we have to have him just because he'll probably be the uh, boy, the guy that comes in over uh, the new rookie. Gets the first crack. Uh, Devin Singletary, I haven't talked about the Buffalo Bills much because I don't have them ranked high because it's a jungle mess there. Um, they got McCoy, LaShawn McCoy, Frank Gore, TJ Yeldon, and then they drafted Devin Singletary in the third round. So I don't think they drafted him there to ride the pine all year. So I'm getting the feeling that he starts at some point, but uh, he don't know when. But he's a handcuff. <laughs> I mean, I guess Yellen's a handcuff. And uh, maybe even Gore. I mean, I don't know who the handcuff of who is there or what's going on. Uh, Breda, we talked about him a little. He might get traded, and there's been rumors, but I, I don't think they will. Uh, Deion Lewis, he's great, obviously. Uh, CJ Anderson, he looked rejuvenated last year in his six games with the uh, Rams. Uh, granted, it was the Rams and their blocking scheme which might have made him look better than he was because I don't remember him looking that great towards the end of uh, Denver. But uh, the Lions brought him in to back up the Karrion Johnson for a reason. Uh, don't be surprised if you see him start a few games if Karrion Johnson gets banged up, which he's been getting banged up since high school every year. He got banged up last year in his rookie year. So he's a deep guy to look at. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have for you guys right now um, let's see here the Patriots uh, I did move up Damian Harris I have him at uh, RB 47 right now jumped like 25 spots just because Sony Michelle's I guess he had his uh, knee scoped before uh, OTAs and is uh, out right now but, uh, I mean, he was a third-round pick from Alabama. A lot of people thought he's better than Josh Jacobs, so who knows there. Uh, Justice Hill, I, had, I moved him up a couple spots. He's going to catch a lot of passes probably with Baltimore, supposedly, although I'm not too thrilled about their whole backfield or what's going on there. Um, other than that, that is about it right now for people that are moving up in the rankings. Or moving down. Um, I'll get with you guys with a wide receiver podcast here. I'm going to do those top 100 receivers who uh, I'm moving back up and down. And again, if anyone wants to come on the podcast here, I'm looking for a guest or two in the next couple weeks. So if you want to do it, email me at um, fantasyinquire.com or just reach out to me on Twitter and uh, let me know. All right, guys. Thanks.